Hey, Mom, how are you? I'm good, son. How are you doing this week? I'm doing very well. No complaints. What is the latest and greatest on your end? And actually, I guess before we get into this, let's go ahead and tell people who we are. So we are Politics with Mom. Please join us on politicswithmom.com, politicswithmomgmail.com. On Twitter, you can join us at Politics with Mom and on YouTube. Please leave us a, a comment, a like, and a subscribe. All right. So where would you like to start as we kind of review hmm. the week in politics? Well, it's hard to know where to start. It seems to be the same old, same old. Trump just keeps trying to state that Biden did not legally win, um, even taking it as far as the Supreme Court, which I believe was expected. Mm-hmm. Um and again, the, the, the thing that gets me is how it is uh, believable that he could win with absolutely no evidence. He's already been thrown out of how many courts? Well, one out of uh, one case, they won out of 55. Well, that says so, a whole heck of a lot, don't you think? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And so what, what so brings back to the Supreme Court thing, like sort of filling everybody, what was the, for those that don't know, like, what was he saying? What was the point? How did it get to the Supreme Court? And what happened? Well, with the Supreme Court, you know, of course, um, Texas decided that they were going to jump in, which kind of surprised me. All these states got together and decided that they were going to band together and go to the Supreme Court. At least this and is by, my understanding. By these, by these states, Republican AGs. Republican, Republican states. Attorney generals is what it yes. was. Right? So there was Texas yeah. led the charge with 17 other Republican attorney general. So clearly the Republicans have signed on to this. Mm-hmm. Of approval. They agree with Trump that he's lost. Um, they do not. Unsubstantially. Right. They yeah. This was one. And that this is right. a whole fake thing and rigged 106, 100, <sighs> excuse me, 126 house of representatives, Republicans signed on to this. Um, I just, you know, the thing that blows my mind on all of this is that I just don't understand the power um, that Trump has over these guys to really get them to be able to ban on like this. It's fear. It's fear of losing the base. That's what it is. Like, at the, I, you know, because I was thinking the same thing. Like, why do, why do people do this? Right. Because people aren't crazy. Like they're doing this and they're, they're doing this because they believe it's in their own best interest. But, you know, and in their view, I'm trying to I'm constantly trying to figure out like, what is it? that would cause me to make that decision. And the only thing I can come up with is I am so afraid of that base and how riled up they are and how controlled they are by Trump, that if you don't go along with Trump, he's going to come in, he's going to out primary you and you're going to lose your job. And so all of that is this scarcity sort of mindset that is like, well, you're going to lose your job. It's like, well, okay, if I lose my job, whatever, I'll find something better. But they don't believe that, obviously, right? They think it's like the end of the world if they lose their job. And so there's that that's keeping them back. And just the fact that they can't outmarket Trump is that, is that they all have that belief that they're powerless to outmarket Trump. And they're not. Just There's just nobody brave enough to start. He's not on that side, right? Well, maybe, that- maybe Romney, but that's it. Yeah, the thing that gets me is is where is common decency? Um, I, I I don't understand 
how our politicians, um, I mean, it's, it's very clear to me anyway, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it's very clear to me that this is totally unsubstantiated, um, that this man is trying to stay in power illegally. Um, and how it just blows my mind that so many people so, really believe this. I just can't understand. He wants to stay in power through quote unquote legal means, but he's willing to bend the rules as much as possible, right? So it's not like he's going to just roll in tanks and take over the government and get his buddy to, you know, take over. He's not breaking any rules. He's very much using the rules, right? So I wouldn't say that he's trying to do it illegally, but he's absolutely 100% blatantly trying to use the existing rules to overwrite the election, to overwrite the results, to, to take away quite literally the will of the people um, in this case. And so are the Republicans, they all signed on for it. And just to close the loop, because we didn't really, you didn't really kind of say everything about what happened in Supreme court is they came out uh, hours basically ago and said, no, we're not going to take this up. You guys have no right, no case. And so it's now one for 56 at that point. So you know, even the Supreme Court now has officially kicked this back, saying there's nothing here. We're not even going to listen to it, which was good. That was the best thing they. It could, was good, as opposed to giving this any credence at all. Uh, but again, all the Republicans are signing in on to it, and what they've essentially done is you have one party now, which is the Democrat Party, that seems to be on the side of democracy, and you see this other part, which is the the Trumplicans, that just aren't aren't on the side of democracy because they literally have no evidence at all. No evidence no, there, at all of widespread fraud. There is nothing but allegation and fantasy, and that's it. Their proof is is people they've gotten to write letters who said that they saw something, but there's nothing substantiated about that. There's there's no one that can prove any that any of those people saw anything. Like it's just not there. And so, you know, they are on this. They find themselves in this really odd spot. Like from a, I'm looking at this 20 years from now from a historical perspective to go, wow, these, all of these people sign their names to this thing, basically signing on to the fact that the Republicans don't really agree with democracy, won't take a loss. And that is, that's what's the, that the biggest shift in that party will not take a loss, not, not, Hey, we've got conservative views and we want to be a little more fiscally responsive, responsible, or we want to have people work a little harder for the money if they're going to get it. Like, you know, that sort of, we want lower taxes. We want to make sure there's less regulations. People can be successful. Not that Republican. They're gone. It's the, I'm not going to ever lose no matter what now, which for some reason is rewarded by, the, by, by their base, right? Because they, they are also in this fog, sadly, where they think that's a good thing too. But it's not, obviously, because now the very people who are the ones most likely to rock themselves in the flag, right? And- you know, decry patriotism and, and the fact that, the, you know, they're going to keep their guns because what happens if the U.S. gets into, a t you know, tyrannous hands are exactly the ones who, even per the Texas GOP right now, are, say, are hinting at secession. <laughs> like, just the fact they're doing that. Oh, my God. And I'm God. like, this is, the, it was your side who was the ones that were all supposed to be freaked out about exactly this scenario, and you <sighs> literally created it. They've literally <sighs> created it. It, 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 it makes no sense. The only thing that's driving it is fear. The only thing that's driving it is fear. It's fear of loss. It's fear that they can't control. It's fear that they definitely cannot market Trump and that they have to have them. 
And there's nobody that's brave enough to step up to be a leader to say and talk everybody else down and say, no, you, you can, and we will, you know? And, and I think at this point, what's happening is everyone's trying to ride out Trump, but every day is just more damage that he sets them back and us as a country back, right? Cause now everyone, now it's a thing where you can question an election to this sort of extent, you know, you know it, the other side's going to do it eventually because they yeah. set precedent. I find that it's going to be interesting in watching what happens once he's out of office. Um, what is going to happen to the Republican Party with their followers? You know, because already we saw that so many of them left the Republican Party as far as voting for Biden versus Trump. So I'm wondering, I mean, I know myself, I'm watching some of this, you know, like watching Ted Cruz. Now, I voted for Ted Cruz many years ago, and I'm watching him now and I'm going, have you drank some water that I don't know about that's made you crazy? Because I, I can't believe that he is sitting here backing this man up. Yep. I mean, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, do I need to rethink my Republican Party um, affiliation? You and lots of others, I hope. I think there's going to be a lot. I, I, think I you, really, you, you always, I mean, you know what I wanted to talk to you about was like where, where this, where this little experiment of ours started with politics with mom was when the impeachment was going on and he was mm-hmm. dead set that he was doing everything fine. He shouldn't be impeached. And I was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. This got you're setting precedent and he's going to go off the rails now because of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, I remember that you talking to you going back, how would you get yourself where you are now because that's where they all are right they're all in this he can do no wrong no matter what he says it must be right <clears throat> you know kind of mindset and they're not seeing clearly well for me i will tell you honestly for me it was us starting this show and while i was starting to go against him only because i did not like all the tweeting i thought it was childish and i was questioning myself at that point but i was still believing in Trump. And um, I think for me, the biggest thing was really getting to get into doing research and, and learning about different things and listening carefully to both sides. So for me, that's what it was about. The thing that is going to be difficult is those people who don't have the time to do that. And unfortunately, you know, look at Fox News. I mean, I'm, I was a Fox News advocate all the way. Watched them all the time, believed everything they said. Now I'm looking at them and going, oh, my gosh. It's like that Kool-Aid's gotten out of your system now. You're like, whoa. I'm like, <laughs> holy cow, these guys are doing nothing but lying. Yeah. Literally, and, that's their defense. That that th- this is the my favorite thing about the whole like because Tucker Carlson had this big thing where he was uh, defamed. He was he was sued for defamation. Uh huh. Um, where you know one of Trump's many scandals is when he paid off a Playboy model to not talk about something, 
And then, and then he said that, oh yeah, she was extorting the president, which was not the case. He was just literally bribing her to stay shut because that's what he does. Right. Um, and so she sued Tucker Carlson to say, no, that's not what happened. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then there, the Fox news attorneys, their defense was that no reasonable person believes Tucker Carlson. They know he lies. They know the show is about. Yes. He's lying. very well known for lying. And, very, and, yes, and yet people not believe every freaking word he not says. For, not for his audience. That's what's interesting. So what essentially is happening is Fox News argued, and this is, it got the case thrown out because they basically said, come on, look at, look at this guy. Look at any of this. How could any reasonable person believe this? And, they're and right. yet they hire him. Yeah, they're right. No reasonable person would. So what does that say about his viewers? Well, what does it also say it's, about Fox it says, News? It says his viewers are unreasonable people, right? So, which is brilliant play by Fox attorneys because they, they basically got the world to see, yeah, we, we know the guy's lying, but none of their viewers saw that. They never saw that. They never saw that line. They never knew that Fox admitted that Tucker Carlson lies all the time. They never saw that because they don't view that. They don't view the rest of the world. They just mm-hmm. view Tucker Carlson. Because they're mm-hmm. unreasonable people that tend to view this, right? That's what they were basically saying. It's like people, you know, it's amazing. That echo chamber that's there. And, you know, again, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I think you're right to question Fox News too. Like where, do you, where it is this whole, like, well, again, when they look a couple hundred years back and they say, what really changed humanity to where it is now? For sure, Murdoch's going to go down in history as like this evil empire kind of guy. Because um, he's, you know, because of this. But it's, it's all about the money. You know, it really is. And that's the saddest part of all. It's not about um, the people. Yep. There is nothing about the people in our government. It's definitely and not it, about it's very build frightening. Yeah. No, right. it's not. Right. And, and, and yet there's a lot, a lot, a lot of good people out there. I mean, look at all the charities and the people who, who are really trying to help others when times are rough. So, you know, and hurricanes and yeah. things like that and how the communities come together. It's a shame that it can't come together in a bigger scale like that. Do you know what well, I'm trying think, to say? I think with leadership, you probably could, right? But when you have leaders that are there to pull each other apart, then no, it's not likely to happen, right? I just think the power but, has gone to their heads. I think I think when you've got, you know, again, I'm I'm hopeful for a Biden messaging coming out of the white house of this nice consistent drip of calm and rationality that won't be overly exciting we're not going to see tweets we're not going to we're going to have to wake up to seven in the morning tweet storms we're not going to have to do any of that stuff anymore like it's just going to be business as usual let's get back to the let's go back to business speaking of um have you kept up at all with his uh his his cabinet and who he's announcing and well, I liked uh, who he did for his um, – oh, and I know I'm going to get these all wrong. Uh, the lady who's going to do his financial treasury. Yellen, Janet Yellen. Yeah. Yep. I really liked her. I listened to her speak. Um, she has quite a um, a career, um, a good career. So um, I'm, I'm – do think that a lot of the people he's picking, I'm really pleased with. I think they will help to pull this country together and that he is able to delegate um, to people and be able to um, trust that they will get the job done and yet still be able to hold them accountable. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because I see the criticisms coming and they have been. Yes, the they are. Um, in terms of, 
you know, Obama three, right? Because it's basically yes. Obama's cabinet in a lot yes. of ways. Um, and I'm also like, I see that and I understand the criticism, like, ah, like, shouldn't this be your own thing? And yeah. at the same time, I also see there is brilliance in that right now. Well, there is because it worked in a lot of ways. Well, and I think more importantly of how damaged things are now that Mm -hmm. you have to have people who could, who can't just do the job, but you literally need people who have done that job so they can Mm -hmm. rebuild and get us back to zero again. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and all of these people have worked with these people. They all have their networks they can bring in and they can get something up and running faster than somebody who might be brilliant at the post, but would have to learn a few things. But now they're starting at, you know, negative 3000 because, you know, Trump's people have just demolished this. Right. So it's like, bring in people that have the experience that already know the leaders in the world, right. That have their connections in other countries and they don't have to establish those or be taught those they bring in a sense of trust. And that's mm-hmm. the brilliance. And I don't think he had a choice. I think he had to do that. So I get the criticism of the whole like Biden three. And at the same time, we have to instill trust as fast as possible. What better way to say, hey, all the people that you liked working with before, they're all back. And, and, and you know them and you've worked with them for eight years or whatever it was. So can we start from with this sort of political capital? And it helps us boost. I mean, I think it was a good thing for him to do because it helped him boost his presidency, I think, because he'll have this a further starting point. It gets him further faster. Mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. strategy, which I, I thought was good. I thought that was, a, that was really good. Again, he's going to find criticism. I think he's going to, the biggest one right now is the Pentagon guy. Um, because I Yes, that is a big one. Military, well, that's because and, of the rules that the government has into play more than anything, that he needs to be out of, um, um, he has retired, but he needed to be out of the military for a certain amount of time is my yeah, understanding. Five years, yep. And, and he's the, not and quite Congress there. Has to, he, Congress has to uh, do a waiver and they did it for Mattis. Right. And the reason they did it for Mattis and they, everybody was okay with it is because they thought Mattis would bring, bring Trump in line mm-hmm. a little bit. Like it was good to have an adult in the room. That's yeah. Sort of the concept. But this guy is so quick to it. They're not quite sure. And I'm wondering, yeah. I wonder if like, you know, cause you already have Ted Cruz saying, uh, you know, that he's going to, he can see that they're not, you know, the Republicans are going to hold up these cabinet positions and because they have to approve them, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so you see that. Uh, and I, you know, and there may be some of that for sure. And I wonder if some of these people in the cabinet positions aren't Biden's way of doing a negotiation where he can give them an obvious win, like maybe this guy, where he gives them something like, if it makes it through great, but if it doesn't, that's okay too. Cause he's already got a backup and let's give mm-hmm. them a good reason where the Republicans can say, <coughs> we stood up against, you know, Biden and we kept his cabinet position for the Pentagon. Right. And then Biden goes, all right, fine. I'll give you, okay. You know what? How about this one? Can we negotiate? And he kind of gives a pawn. Right. So mm-hmm. I wonder if some of that's going on too, a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where this all goes. I am um, really just at this point on super happy countdown. Um, I want <laughs> this to, to be over. Can't get the January I mean, 20th fast enough. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's hard enough dealing with all the COVID that everyone is having to deal with. 
And, and, and my greatest disappointment in Trump is that he has been so focused on being and staying in office that he has done hardly anything to help the people that are dealing with this pandemic. Well, I mean, he has taken a lot of credit for the vaccine, so there's that. Oh, yeah. Of course, this is a vaccine that he, he refused to get um, in line for, for the American yeah, people. Bought- they bought a hundred, hundred million doses, and they didn't buy another hundred million, right? Right. So that's going to go to somebody else. Yep. Yeah, it's going to Moderna. I read. Moderna's going to get it. Yeah. Which is and fine. I think Moderna's vaccine will be good, but but either way, it's like it's a lot more expensive. You didn't you didn't get um the you didn't get enough of the doses for the country is kind of what the story is, right? So, and and I get it. Like I don't know. That's kind of six one way, half dozen the other. Um, because it's like I could easily see in a different world somebody going, I can't believe we bought 200 million doses of this thing that wasn't even proven and it never even worked, right? What a waste of money. So I could see people going both sides. Like, again, far free for me to defend Trump, but I get, you know, the risk where they're like, we just bought 100 million of these. Do we want to buy another 100 million? Well, in hindsight, if it works, of course you did. But if it was crap, you'd be a hero to be like, mm-hmm. we, only, we only bought 100 million. We didn't buy 200 million, right? So that could have gone either way. But I mean, I get it, but it could have gone either way. Meanwhile, they, you know, I think they negotiate with Moderna and, and got a bunch. And I, and I think at the end of the day, they'll still be, I mean, we need a lot of these vaccines. There's other companies besides these two. Oh, yeah, not, there not is. Not all of them. I mean, as, but it's interesting as, how uh, useful every other country was right in line to get it and ours wasn't. Well, ours, ours did. We just only got 100 million. Yeah, we didn't. Well, because he didn't believe it was real. That's my take on it yeah, anyway. Maybe. You know, maybe I, I, again, I'm going to, you know, it's this weird position where I'm kind of like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I think I think there there could be a case and I don't know this is true, but there could be a case because I haven't been wrong before. I've defended Trump before where I'm like, he's not really like this and he's totally like this. So I know it's exactly what happened. I've had, it's yeah. actually I'm like two for two now where I've defended him and I've been beat by him. Right. Moments after right. he said something stupid where it's like. And I'm like, he didn't really mean it like that. And he's like, and then he comes out with something that says, yes, I basically meant it exactly like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so this is entirely possible that he will again. Uh, but I'm going to, the benefit of the doubt part of me is like, I can see in that mechanism of machinery, somebody going, are we really going to spend another hundred million dollars or hundred, whatever it was, doses, right? Buying a hundred mm-hmm. million dollars, a hundred million doses of something that we don't know is a thing. We already have a hundred million. We have 85 other people making vaccines. Why don't we save some money and spread it out a little bit so we don't blow all the money on one? Mm-hmm. I could see that use case, right? And now it's easy to paint him as the devil because he didn't take advantage of it, but it's all quarterback, right? It's all like the armchair quarterbacks. It's like, of course, on Monday morning, you know exactly how the game went. So of course you would play the game differently, mm-hmm. but you know, no one knew. So again, I'll, you know, that's, but of course, I'm sure he'll come out with something stupid where he decided it was a good thing to not have this virus or this thing. I don't know. But that's just, you know, again, benefit of the doubt. I want to try to stay as balanced as I can, even though I'm definitely not for Trump being in office. Um, what What is your your uh, take on his plans for the inauguration and how he's supposed to be running some rally do you hear about that how he's running a rally now and you know i only heard about it briefly and i think that's absolutely absurd (laughs) he's going to run a a competitive inauguration event which i I was like really you know um 
And the worst part of all, I guess, is all those people who are donating all this money to him is paying for it. Yeah. Exactly I mean, right. it's, it's rhetoric is what it is. And, and, and they're paying for more falsehoods, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You know, they're donating all this money and these people, you know, they don't and have the money anyway. Afford it. And they are the first ones to line up and give it away. I don't understand that. I just don't. It's like uh, going to the to the uh, casino and taking your social security check and blowing it all at the casino every month. Which is a lot to do. (laughs) Huh? That's also something that people do. I know, but it it just doesn't make sense. Their retirement's the lottery ticket every you know that they can't afford, but they're going to do it because just in case, you know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, there has to be some sort of rationality, some sort of balance in 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 looking at some of this stuff i don't know i really would have bet money did you hear now. where he's gonna have that by the florida. way oh florida. florida oh florida that's yeah, right of course that's his like his new home base well so, yeah because that's his new state right i mean so new york's I, I gonna come after him like crazy after this is over oh, i think a lot of people will i mean i, yeah, I look will. i look forward to that because he's he needs all his money so he's gonna put it to give it right back to his lawyers yes um, he is but but yeah I, you know i i I, I see him as being a guy who's going to continue to hold on to the reins of leadership of whatever he can lead. It won't matter. So if he's got, you know, the, the kind of the QAnon Trumplican crowd, he's going to keep them riled up and he's going to, you know, cause them to make really, really poor decisions um, and, and, and be on what is going to be clearly, clearly, measurably the wrong side of history. For a while, they're going to be on. Oh that. yeah, well. And and I would have bet, I would have bet a month ago that by now the Republicans would have started taking some distance mm-hmm. and realizing, okay, they got, they got a disconnect right now. And the only right. reason I I think they they aren't is because they're they're just eyeing Georgia, and that's the only thing I can think of is everyone's like just stay on the boat, even though it's rocky as hell, and they're in the rapids right now, and. You know, the captain of the ship is like, you know, doing whatever he's doing. And mm-hmm. they're just thinking if we can get to Georgia and then close out Georgia, then we're good. And then they maybe jump ship. That's my next best guess. Now, I would have thought they would have jumped ship before this, I guess. With Georgia I'm just really mix, hoping but... that Georgia ends up going the other direction. You think it, you want to go Democrat? I do. I do. I'd be interested to see if there's one Democrat, one, one Republican. I, I would be interested. I would I would almost more likely that than Democrat because better balance, better balance, just something I don't need. I don't want the, the Mitch McConnell obstructionist. And the problem is, if Mitch McConnell is the leader, you have an obstructionist no matter what. Absolutely. And He's so been maybe that he has to go. Along. And that's the problem is like even if they've got one. Right. It, he's not going to bring it up. If he doesn't decide to bring it up, then it doesn't get heard. It doesn't see the light of day unless he makes that decision. So it's not like they can override him as far as I know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you know, there is that little bit of me that's like, there needs to be some checks and balances. And it's like, but given, given the option, like if I knew he would negotiate and be reasonable, then maybe I would be like, all right, like I'd be okay with, you know, the, the, the Republican control, but Without knowing that, I'm like, you know, I get, I, I get the benefit. I think either way, it's going to work out the way it's supposed to, obviously. But just that, you know, if, if there was Democrats, I would fear that the progressives 
start ripping apart the Democrats from the inside, same way that the Tea Parties ripped apart and became the QAnons, right, is what ended up happening. They became the Trumplicans. Eventually, that's what they, they morphed into. And whatever the progressives start to do, they will morph into something, too, mm-hmm. and, and do the same thing with the, with the Democrats because there won't be anybody else to fight. And so they're going to have to fight with themselves because the Democrats are really good at doing. Republicans were very good at keeping in lockstep and Democrats are really good at destroying themselves and, and a, creating a firing circle. It's just, it's so predictable. Um, so that's, that's what I'm curious about is like, what happens there? And do they, do they get out of their own way long enough? Do they, do they stop trying to get this extreme stuff done long enough to get something done, to get momentum in play? That's what i what I'm curious about to see if they do that. And it, it all basically comes down to what's going to go on in Georgia. Cause that, that sets it all, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not they have the control or not. So that, you know, that will be interesting. So good luck, Georgia on that. And what do we have like three <clears throat> four weeks left, four more weeks. left. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of three weeks, it's about three weeks is the, uh, we're two weeks after our Thanksgiving yeah um, surge um of sort of thanksgiving travel season and three weeks is when you start seeing deaths from that that's when they basically say is you know watching something from the the covid tracking project and that's kind of what they say is you get 21 days is where you're going to see the death numbers from whatever the day was right right so we're looking at uh roughly speaking about a week from now and then i think at that point is where we really start seeing the news stories what you know this is just completely avoidable obviously uh, mm-hmm. but you know what happens and so now what i'm what i would expect that happens is that maybe there'll be enough of that sort of tragedy style story that happens and this is just prediction that next week you see more tragedy style stories right all coming down to thanksgiving as the the hub or that where that season right that that sort of created the mess and then you go okay i've seen this now i'm going to go ahead and not do christmas this year and maybe that helps stem the tide of the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, I was listening to Dr. Fauci say uh, how concerned he is more so for Christmas versus Thanksgiving, Yep. you know, simply because people tend to, you know, gather more through the holiday, um, not just on Christmas day, you know, there's more parties and there's more, you know, whatever. You've got New Year's too, right? Right. After, exactly. After the and then, and then it goes into New Year's. So he is concerned about, you know, hey, this is, it, it's going to be way worse than Thanksgiving if people don't abide by, let's stay home. Yeah. Now, of course, now we're seeing too, where many states now are starting to close up again. Right. Right. Um, and maybe that will help it, even though, yes, there's a lot of anger about that. Um, and yes, there's going to be a lot of hurt for, for small businesses. Unfortunately, I feel so badly for those people that have small businesses and they're just losing their shirts. Yeah. And the worst part of all is that our stimulus is not doing anything. Yeah. You know, there's the government is not doing anything to get this squared off to help these people. So what's yes. your what's your take? Because really, there's evidently two sticking points, right? Democrats are saying we need to have money for state and local governments because they're running out of money, right? Because mm-hmm. they just aren't getting the tax revenues they used to, and they're spending a, a lot more, right? So it's basically income yeah, goes McConnell down, doesn't want to give it, club, and McConnell's want to give that. At the same time, McConnell's Republicans' point is we need to have, um, I guess, in exchange for they want to have liability 
insurance, right? Where basically the, you know, people can't sue their employers if they get COVID. So they want protections for that. Uh-huh. What's your, what's your take on both of those? Should, should states I, get, you know, the money? Local government. I, I think there's a lot of states that absolutely need the money. Um, That's a yes. You think they should? I do. I okay. do. I think and they need help. What about help. liability for employers? Um, I do think we need to be concerned with liabilities. I mean, what exactly are they looking at? The, the liability of, gee whiz, I got coronavirus from this. From basically an employer that's not being responsible, forces their employees back to work, and then the employee gets coronavirus, the employee can't sue the employer. Kind Ooh. of think OSHA, like safety standards, that sort of thing. You know, if if the employer has not followed what, I, I personally do feel that if the employer is not following, like there's a lot of employers that are saying, no, I'm going to stay open anyway. Um, and then their people get sick. I, I don't see why they shouldn't be sued. Yeah. Honestly, I, 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 I mean, they're putting the, people. The base, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're putting their own people at risk. They're, they're forcing them into something, you know, and of course, you know, as a as an employee, it would be very difficult for them. Of course, here they're losing their job otherwise. Right. So it's a really bad situation. Right. But I but I do really agree. Like bad. I think there could be a middle ground there where you say, okay, well, we're not going to blanket liability protection right. because some exactly. people are just you know asses about this, and they're going to force people into dangerous working conditions, and that's not great. But as long right. as you have like a minimum standard, then you have protection. You know, right. something like that. Like as long as you've done this, this, and this, and you're adhering to it and you pass inspections for it, something, right? right. That says that you're doing it, then fine. Maybe at that point you can get liability because I mean, this thing is everywhere. So it it's is hard, because- it's hard to say it's the employer's fault, but if, you, and if the employer is at least putting up basic protections, then you go, well, okay. I mean, what are they going to do? They, they tried, you know, but if they well, don't try, I, mean- I would say, Hey, cool. You're right. <clears throat> I mean, where do you draw the fine line? I agree with that because, you know, a friend of mine who just lost their sister-in-law to coronavirus, they traced it back to a restaurant that they had been to. Mm-hmm. The worker was carrying it. That they probably couldn't the, afford to take off because they don't No, no. And, of course, they know. made the choice to go out and eat. Right. You know, so we're, you have to have a fine line on that you know, as to who's responsible. We all have choices in life. Right. So, um, you know, this is, you know, it's a shame that we have to go through all of that. You know, who's responsible? Let's sue. Everybody's too happy. It seems like in this world. Um, but, but I but can it's see also, why. But I get it. Yeah. Like I get it. If I, if I'm an employee, and yeah, and you I'm have no choice to go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a dangerous, you know, unnecessarily dangerous work environment. I think mm-hmm. that's the case. If there's necessary danger, then it is, it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's unnecessarily dangerous where it's like, you could have worn, you had masks available, but you didn't, you didn't buy masks because you right. didn't feel like going Amazon that day. Well, then mm-hmm. you made it unnecessarily dangerous. You didn't have masks for your employees. They got sick. Right. You're on the hook. hundred percent. Yeah. There's no, there's no insurance that covers that, right? Because you just did not follow the, the rules. As long as mm-hmm. there's rules, I'd be okay with some sort of liability because it does protect the, oh, I got six, I'll just, I'll just sue my boss. 
Yeah. You, know, you may have gotten it at a restaurant because it is because it, we don't have good contact tracing. So no, we don't. That's the problem with saying, you know, oh, well, you know, we can everybody because everybody all the time because you can pretty much make it up now and be like, well, I know it was the restaurant, but it wasn't the restaurant because I was at work earlier that day. So it must have been there. Right. And there's no way to prove not because, again, we don't have good contact tracing. We don't have our systems in place because, again, mm-hmm. leadership. But um, but I would I just don't, I don't get the log jam. I don't get why they both can't just be like, yes, and. You know, right. sure, let's do a right. little bit of this. And here's the rules. You'd have to do it like that. And then otherwise, it's, you know, yes, the states can get money for these things. You mm-hmm. know, or at a, exactly. at a, at a or they borrow the money at a really low rate or something. I don't know. But, you know, there's got to be something more. Um, I think I think that can be done, you know, and then and then to your point, personal responsibility when it comes to coronavirus, because I think there, yeah, is there this- comes there definitely has that, especially with with what our uh, some of the governors are trying to do to protect their people. And yet you still have other people who are saying, oh, this is a bunch of bull and it's not true. And so we're not going to do it. Well, he's trying to protect you, but you're not wanting to accept that. Right. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, then then it's on you. Right. You yeah. Know, he's think- done. He's doing his job. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. And I think the there is this there's a split that's happened. Like I know that people will look at how I'm treating this and I'm not freaked out about it. I'm really not. I am aware of it, aware of COVID and I wash my hands a lot more than probably I ever have for longer uh-huh. than I ever have. Right. Um, and if I do go out to a grocery store or something like that, I go out early morning when there's nobody else out there and I douse myself in, you know, Purell left and right mm-hmm. pretty much all the time because what's the harm in that? And there are people, you know, and there are people who want to come over to the house and hang out, you know, and, and, you know, friends of mine that I, I won't do it. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and they're just like, they look at it and their instant reaction, which I understand their viewpoint of it, but their reaction is like, oh, you're living in fear. You're letting it control you. Oh, you got to yeah. And that mm-hmm. is not at all how I see it. And I think that's what the problem has been is there's been this messaging again, just marketing, right? Trump just marketed it better than anybody else did. Because he basically said, listen, it's your personal freedom and you don't want to be held back and blah, blah, blah. And all I look at it as they have no clue. It has nothing to do with my, I am exercising my personal freedom, right? And my personal freedom as I get to take care of you. So my sacrifice is taking care of you. I'm taking care of the person three or four dominoes down the line. That's not going to get hit because I did something stupid. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to, you know, prove that I was, I could be out there and not care about it. And so I, if I got it and then pass it on to somebody else, who passed it on to somebody else, who passed it on to somebody else that died, I never have to worry about that because I'm not right. Insane, right? At least I'm minimizing, not to say I, I couldn't have possibly done that. Maybe we did, but that's, that's what the insidiousness of this disease is. It's freaking everywhere. It's for this virus, this virus, right? It's everywhere. So it's, it's, it's hard to say you're going to eliminate it, but I can certainly minimize it and not put myself in a position where I can affect people I don't know. Exactly. Right? Which is the whole point. I'm taking care of them. I'm taking care of, that's what I'm doing, right? Yeah, this it's, is got, my it's got nothing to, to do with your of, personal freedom. It's about nothing, thinking it's about ex- the other it's person. everything about my personal freedom in that I'm investing it to take care of other people that I don't know, right? It's like, that's how I'm living my life every day. That's how my lifestyle currently is. I'm not living in fear, cowering and afraid of getting sick. I am out there living in a way that is taking care of people I will never, ever meet. 
that's amazing. Like well, that's, sad- I don't understand why people don't do more of that and look at it. Like, I don't either. Hey, we get to, we get to, yes, it's going to be a little bit of a sacrifice, slight bit of annoyance, right? Like it's not really that big of a deal compared to what other generations have gone through. It's not that big of a deal. We are in Mm-mm. an incredibly blessed society with the technology and everything else that we have for most of us. Again, for those that can, I get that there are some that are different, but for the most part, it's not that big of a deal for you right. to wear a mask, stay six feet away, and let's not invite your friends over for parties, right? Mm-hmm. Not that big a deal. And it takes care of people you will never know. And that's a good feeling to think that, to, you know, to say like, okay, even if it's not true, who cares? What's the harm, mm-hmm. right? Why not go that direction versus the, well, yeah, I, you know, I went out there and, and wasn't sick, but then I had this party and it was one person who went to one person's other house and they got, and then it turns out, and, that, and it, this is how it's spreading everywhere. You can see it in the numbers. And people that think it's not happening, it's totally like, just look at the numbers. There's a, a yeah, map But they don't they believe have. the numbers. A lot of the, people do not is, believe the numbers. They the, think they're, they're uh, embellished. I know. That's the worst part. It's like, you know, if the numbers do, don't tell you, you what they are, the numbers understand. must be wrong. Right. How can they, how can you get them to understand that, wait a minute, you know, like we said last week, you know, People are saying, well, you know, who's to say that they didn't die of a heart attack? Yeah. Well, a lot of that goes on. Right. You know, but you know what? The bottom line is I can have cancer, be driving in the car and I have a car accident. Guess what it's going to say? I died of a car accident. Yeah. I did not die of cancer. Right. So you know, I, I guess it goes back to do you trust your medical or not? Yeah. It's do you trust science? Do you trust numbers? Do you trust measurements? Do you trust exactly. your own? Do you trust yourself more than exactly. anything as opposed to giving up? Talk about giving out your personal freedom. All those people who are just repeating what other people are telling them, they've given up their personal freedom. I have totally. 100% oh. retained mine. I've totally. retained mine because my thoughts may not be correct, but they're mine, mm-hmm. right? They're researched. They're, I've gone through it. I've you know debated them with other people, including you, right? Like I've gone through this. I've looked at other competing arguments for it. And I've decided this is my belief. This is my Mm -hmm. exercise of my own personal freedom. And all Mm -hmm. these other people that are out there spouting that they're doing their personal freedoms are just repeating somebody else's thing. They're not at all. They're not at all free. They are very much trapped and they don't see it. And that's what I think is, you know, in this, you know, in a weird way, fascinating. I see that where they're, they're literally trapped screaming about how they're free and i'm like wow and the sad part is you know um that you go back to the fact of you know of course they may not have done the research they don't care they're just listening to the rhetoric um and and they'll throw it up at you and then if you try to tell them well wait a minute look at this side shut down they shut right down yep because they have to be right yeah and I don't get that. It's like, well, wait a minute. Whatever happened to debate? Whatever happened to do you, wait? Do you think I'm they respect- have to be right? Because because I have friends like that too, right? Where I, where I have this, and 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 we have this like. Is it debate. right, or is it they don't want to research it? They don't want to, you know, feel like they've been in a bad position. I don't know. You know, honestly, I don't know. I mean, think about it. I mean, I I I think it's fear. I think there's so much fear. But fear of what? Fear of, especially on that side, right? On the Trumplican side. Because again, this is why I think the politicians aren't stepping up because they're afraid that Trump will 
create little mini Trumplican armies that will outprimary them, and they're afraid they're going to lose your job, which means they're afraid they're going to lose their power, which means they're afraid their lives are going to suck. And it's none of that's true. If they just stood up and said, you know what? Enough is enough. This is how it's going to be. They will find the world turns and we'll, we'll start giving them that if they stood up to this. But they won't because they're afraid. I think there are a lot of people that are in this like in this hypnosis, right? Like that that Fox News sort of Tucker Carlson world where they're being, you know, constantly told this stuff and then they are just repeating the stuff to each other, which makes them go, well, everybody believes this, right? Which of course is not true. But it but now when they when you try to crack that shell a little bit that they've protected themselves with. To, to show them the reality of the situation, or at least to give them an alternative, true alternative viewpoint where they investigate it and truly consider it. They are afraid of what that might mean, I think, where it's like, who am I? It's an identity thing. Who are you if you're not this person who believes this stuff? Then you must be this other side, which means you're the hippie liberal. You can't be that. What is the alternative? There is no alternative belief system. There is either your this extreme right-wing Trumplican, you know, I'm a proud American and I'm going to secede from America, which is exactly what they're talking about right now, which is crazy, crazy to say and hear myself saying that. And yet that's what's going on. That's how Wait a wrapped up Just they are. And then there's the left-wing hippies, which are like Green New Deal people. And that's, I think that's what people think. There isn't, there isn't the middle ground. There's no third alternative. Yeah, but that's why we're not working right now. Mm. So how do you get a third alternative? How do you get people you know, enough I, into the middle? I don't know? know. I just, you know, I don't understand, you know, and I guess historically that's always been that way, but I don't understand, you know, like I've said before, I just think everybody needs counseling in the, in the government. There needs to be counselors when there's this debates going on. Yeah, you know, well, then, let's, let's then somebody's going to both sides counselors, and then it'll be like, oh, I know it'll you. be all their fault. I know, exactly. but it it, it just, sometimes I just try to figure out, okay, where's the mediation? How do you how do you get to a point where you have mediation? There's there's it's hard to have a right and wrong. Why do we have to always have a right and wrong? Why can't we just have some sort of middle ground. And I don't understand why we can't seem to get to that. Yeah. There's almost like a, here, here's what we think is right for now, as opposed to right forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's just try it. Let's just, okay, let's figure it out. Let's move forward a little bit. And there needs to be a lot more people talking about how the emperor has no clothes. Oh yeah. Cause there's a lot of people that see that and they are just like, that fairy tale is definitely going to be associated with Republicans for a very, very long time. And I don't know how they get rid of the stain of this. I don't know how you become this, this party of patriot, quote unquote, and yet have your own members talk about how you're going to secede from the union mm-hmm. or even hint at it, which is what the GOP did in Texas. Like, cause they got their Supreme court. And all I kept thinking about, like, and I, of course I have no artistic bone in my body, but I'm waiting for that political cartoon that shows like the three dominoes of government where it's like the presidency is this little domino that was totally kicked over by Trump. Just didn't care. Totally could take it by over wrapped it around his finger in minutes. It seems like presidency was gone. That toppled into Congress, right? Congress took a little while, but pretty quickly. Yep. Nothing, you know, didn't really take that long. 
and they just fell right in line to that domino falling in. And then that domino fell into courts. And so you've got presidency, which knocked over Congress. Congress went to go knock over courts. And courts is like this brick wall fortress that will not go down right now. And I'm so freaking thankful for three branches of governments because that's the whole point. You need three branches of government to balance each other because two of them went off the rails. And one of them so far has been steadfast. And the only thing that's saving the democracy, but that was part of the plan, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the brilliance of the three is okay. Mm -hmm. The court system has to decide, but the court system right now is, and they're deciding very clearly, like there's nothing here. Right. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Not even listening to people. They're just like, there's nothing here. There's, this is throwing things out, <clears throat> rejecting mm-hmm. cases, forcing lawyers to withdraw. Like, there's nothing here. Their own lawyers quit, right? The only lawyers you have now is Giuliani and crazy ones. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, so I'm very grateful for the, the fact that we have three branches of governments and that one of them still works currently. The trick is how do you get the other ones to work? I think Biden and the presidency will help an immense amount. I, I saw the stories this week about him having to basically fumigate the White House, which I think is pretty funny. And <laughs> yes, probably two or three times you need to do that. Mm-hmm. Then wait a couple weeks, then move in because that place is dirty. It's got coronavirus all over the place. So the, other, it does. the other stuff I've been seeing is, um, and, and this is, uh, you know, this is as of yesterday. This is a poll last 24 hours. Fox News did on President Trump's job approval. What would you think? Approve or disapprove? Oh, totally disapproved. In Fox News. Oh, in Fox News. Well, Fox News would say yes. It's a Fox News poll. How many people approve or disapprove? Probably more approved on Fox News. Happy to hear. Disapprove went up by five points. So now 52% disapprove. On Fox News? For Fox News' poll. Yep. Hmm. So Rasmussen reports Good. is 49, 49. So it's basically dead even as far as disapprove in terms of direction of country, 40%, 50% think direction of country is off. Oh, it is off. It's yeah. totally off. Yeah. So, but I think with Biden that will help. And the trick is now is just getting him to survive literally mm-hmm. get into office. Yeah. He's got one hell of a big job ahead of him. That's, no other way to put it. That is a fact. It really does. Yeah, that is a fact. I'm seeing, I'm trying to see if there's any other uh, Fox News polls that were recent. There was a Reuters poll a week or two back that said 62% disapproval for Trump, but that's Reuters. So it's a little more. Um, yeah, I so saw real clear politics is all. That's where I'm looking. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Totally disapprove. So. And again, that's coming from Fox News, which is good, right? The the uh, the more conservative ones, because they're going mm-hmm. to their audiences. So, yeah, the hill is fifty two percent. So there's definitely even even the conservatives. There is there is a slight like it's probably the the Mitt Romney people, right? Where you know, again, you know, God love Mitt Romney, but you know the fact that he's sitting there going, "This is madness," like quoted, "This is madness." Mm-hmm. This, this is madness. He's not wrong. It is madness. It is crazy what is going on. It mm-hmm. is insanity that it continues. And it's unbelievable that nobody with more leadership has stood up other than I think it's six Republicans right now in the Senate. 
that has said something. The rest of them are quiet. And then you have the 130, 126 signed on in the house. I do not get that at all. I mean, that talk about just ooh, bringing shame to the name. So, so coming up this week's, I guess we have Trump, whatever that's going to be. He's going to be all upset about the Supreme Court and all those people are going to be evil now because now they're not loyal to him, which he totally thinks. I believe, I believe wholeheartedly he thought they, his plans, the three that he put in there would work with the other two and they would bring it up, but they didn't. And they're not going to, it seems Mm -hmm. it's good. So I think he's going to hate all of them now and talk about how they're all evil people and horrible people and shouldn't have their jobs because they don't have quote unquote wisdom and courage. That's his new thing. Wisdom and courage. Right. Right. Now they of course have no wisdom and no courage. Right. That's how he is. So, you know, little toddler Trump will pitch his little hissy fit. And then I don't know what happens the rest of this week, if anything, I mean, you know, knock on wood, but I don't know what, else they can do the only thing i can think of is just going back to our conversation last week about the electoral college was okay they're going to throw objections up left and right and stop this process try to well, from what i was reading that is pretty unlikely i think it's unlikely to stop i think it's highly likely they'll throw up objections and they'll try mm-hmm. to slow it down they'll, they'll be a total pain about this the republicans will which again don't get because at that point it's after georgia mm-hmm Right, because Georgia is the 5th. When is Georgia's election? Yeah, the 5th of January is what I understand. So theirs is the 5th, and then that thing happens on the 6th. 6th. Right, so it's over at that Mm -hmm. point. God, I hope it's over, and there's not another recount or something. So we'll see. But, man, I just don't get it. So if Georgia's done, then, you know, and and Georgia goes Democrat, let's say. Mm -hmm. sense going Democrat. I would... What do you think happens? You think this kind of all just goes away? Mitch stops now because he's like, "This is over. There's no more, no more." Benefit. You know, I really don't know for sure what I can see. Um, I guess what I'm hoping for is peace and calm, mm-hmm. and okay, and well, hopefully not, getting back on the right thing. track, huh? That's not going to be a thing. No, it's wishful thinking, perhaps. You know, who knows what Trump's going to do after the election? He's he's swearing he's going to like now he's just starting to fight. Like now it's the big one. You know, he's like that, you know, every every time. He's going to have so much against him once he leaves office. There's so many lawsuits against him. They're just Mm. waiting. Just waiting to go and attack him. And they have evidence. (laughs) I mean, the evidence is there. So, um, yep, it will be uh, quite a story to follow, that's for sure. Mm. Well, I guess we'll find out. We will indeed. It's going to be interesting. All right. So with that, you want to go ahead and bring this one to a close? Yes. Uh, Thank you for joining us with Politics with Mom. Again, you can follow us on politicswithmom.com, politicswithmom at gmail.com. On Twitter at Politics with Mom and on YouTube, Politics with Mom. Please give us a subscribe and a like and leave us a comment. Would help us a lot. All right. So with that, we'll go ahead and bring this one officially to a close. I still love you, Mom. I love you too, son. Have a good week. You too. Talk to you soon.